POS Systems, how can you get the most out of yours? Welcome to Tell Me Something Good About Retail, the podcast of The Retail Doctor, and I'm your host, Bob Fibbs. In this episode, I'm talking to Danielle Ewart, Senior Director of Onboarding and Training for Springboard Retail POS. We talked about her experiences in boutiques, her tips on how to get the most out of your POS, and the positivity of retailers. Let's go. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here, Bob. I am thrilled to have you here today. We are uh, in the midst of trying to figure out uh, what's happening with the virus. We're recording this in about the middle of March. But uh, I just wanted to get started since you are a person who does onboarding and we were just sharing a story about what's going on at your daycare. Could you share that with <laughs> yes, us? Absolutely. Um, of course, our, our daycares are, are taking. We're, we're in, I'm in Massachusetts, so I'm in I'm in Cambridge specifically. So you know, wedged between two large universities, MIT and Harvard, who have uh, closed up shop. So um, for a very big kind of bustling area, we're in a little bit of a ghost town right now. Um, but our daycares are still going strong, and they're taking some pretty wonderful and funny precautions. Uh, one being teaching kids how to wash their hands properly via really fun songs. They're bringing in guitarists and and doing hand washing songs in in the classroom, which has been pretty pretty funny. They send us videos and pictures of them, of course, during the during the workday, so we can <laughs> feel like we're participating. Um, and my daughter is a rambunctious. 17 month old and not potty trained and you know walking around of course but barely speaking um, and she can properly wash her hands because of the precautions that a uh, daycare is taking so she knows you know wash for a good amount of time she knows how to lather she she goes for the right towel wow. to dry her hands it's it's kind of incredible see I think that's that's what I take from this is that we're going to teach millions of people finally that um, uh, society's health starts with personal health. And um, I could tell you, I'm 62 years old and learning how to wash your hands. I can't think of the, the only thing I think about washing my hands was my uncle Ray. So I'll tell you this quick story. So we were camp, you know, my, uh, my dad's brothers and sisters would get together and we would all do a family camp back in the sixties for, you know, a week. And I'll never forget the day I was in the bathroom and I'm washing my hands with cold water. And my uncle says, you know, you should use hot water. You turn on the hot. I was like, oh, I mean, no one had ever said any of that to me. So I think those blind spots are informing some of the ways people think about things like hand washing now, like, oh, well, I never did it. Well, that doesn't mean it was right. <laughs> Probably not a good thing that you didn't do that. <laughs> right. So I wanted to speak to you today because you are head of onboarding and training, which means we are alike in many ways. So what kind of things do you... um how do you interface with retailers? So um, we're a point of sale and inventory management system, and we we do everything we do everything remotely. So when we're interfacing, um, like right now, you and I are screen sharing, where we can see each other, we're, we're speaking over our computers. Um, this is this is exactly how I work with with my clients. We um, work through um, Zoom, and we we share computer screens, and our team walks them through their their accounts. Um, best practices and we we teach them hands-on how to how to use our system and how to onboard in a way that will benefit their their uh, their business um, and it's nice because when we do screen share we'll often have them drive so they're doing the clicking because it's better for them for their muscle memory um, so we're walking them through but they're doing um, because most people you learn by doing 
Well, see, that's what I am so thrilled to speak to you about because I consider myself a pretty good trainer. And I think there's a certain mindset to training you either have or don't have, right? You either get like, oh, it's cause and effect. And going back to the simple thing of your daughter, it's 17 months. We've made it fun, right? We didn't say, okay, now kids, we've got to all learn. We're all going to die. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks for that. Yeah. My 17-month-old is is loving this idea. <laughs> and you mix it up. But also, you have to repeat it, right? They didn't just come in and say, we're going to do, we're going to wash our hands 20 seconds. And I would think that would really be important in your case, because with um, POS systems, let's be honest, they scare the crap out of most retailers, don't they? Because they can do so many reports and, you know, they... And, and when the guy sells it or gal sells it, it's, um, yeah, I can do this and this and this and this. And you're like, can I just figure out what my average sale is? And so how do you overcome that uh, um, maybe bias, mm -hmm. right? Uh, uh, it's too much for me. Um, what are some techniques? Because I think it has applications on the front line as well, right? That it, we have to really understand learning. So what tips could you give us about um, what you've learned, for example? Well, going back to the doing, I think first you have to just do it calmly because retailers, there, I think there are no busier people <laughs> in the world than retailers. And, you know, the last thing people want to do is spend their time, you know, configuring their data from a previous system to a new system. Oh, I think that's daunting. Um, and if you decide to do the data work yourself, like, you better be pretty Excel savvy because that's, it's, just, it's so much work. And the data cleanup, it's literally the last thing that retailers want to do. So wait, so let's interrupt that for yeah. a second. So why do they do that to save money? Yeah. Right? Let's be honest. And you don't realize, I wrote my book, The Retail Docs Guide to Grow Your Business, same thing. So we get done to the publisher, they're all set, they're all set. Now we need to index the book. It'll cost you another $2,000. Do you want to do it? Want us to do it? Oh, I'll do it. Oh my God. It's a commitment. It, you know, by like the end of the first week, I'm pulling my hands. I was like, I cannot give you enough money to get this off my hands. <laughs> and ultimately it's done better. And I would think that's the same for you. So that... How do you get people to understand just what that workload might look like, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that thankfully gets that's handled pretty well in the the sales process. What's cool is we have um yeah, a lot of our our sales team actually comes from our support team that we've all kind of like grown up through through the ranks there. So, um they have a great understanding of the system, how much work is actually involved and one of the things that's really I think so powerful about our teams in general is we almost all come from extensive retail backgrounds. We are all either boutique managers or we were buyers. Um we were inventory managers, we were merchandise managers. Um so everybody comes from this really kind of core understanding of like you don't have time to do this. So let a professional do this. And like, are you, do you really want to be like concatenating in, in Excel when you should be on your sales floor? That's like, it's right. not the most wonderful use of your time. Um, so that perspective helps on that front for sure. Um, now there are some. And having that calm, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt that calm about it because you're aware that this is so, well, it's scary, right? Isn't it? It's scary that I might do something wrong. Exactly. And you're kind of that voice of saying, we'll do it together, which I think is really important in training. It is. It's together, it right? It is together. And, you know, there's there's plenty of resources that we utilize. We use webinars. Everybody does learn differently. Some people prefer to kind of listen and watch and learn late at night in bed. 
fine. Um, so we have resources, we have articles, we have kind of how-tos and, and, and plenty of videos to watch. Um, but the one-on-one the -on -one sessions, I think, are by far the most powerful because then like, I get to learn about like, you as a retailer and what like why you bought the product. Why why did you choose to change? Is it because you lacked reporting and your buying reports aren't up to par? You know, are, are you managing inventory across three different stores and you can't allocate your merchandise properly? Like what are your pain points so we can take that time and kind of cover that together since that's why you changed? I'll, I'll bet most people would say yes, yes, and yes. And yes <laughs> right? It's, it's like, yes, that's what I'm looking for is information and um, and and that's you know the other thing with POS systems you know for me and I'm I'm dated because I haven't um, purchased POS systems probably in ten years for anybody but my whole thing was set up the best reports and have them come to you don't feel don't get stuck in the idea you have to go looking for them would that be your advice in, in a system in 2020? Yes, I think you should have kind of core reports that you you rely on and that you know those metrics are how you're you're moving your business. Um, but the way our reporting features work, it's it's incredibly robust. You can, and it's really, really Give flexible. So we have just lists of groups and metrics so that you can create very, if there's a very specific situation that you need to report on at this very moment in time, you're seeing this really unusual dip in the cell of you know bottoms, and you need to run a department report on, on, on bottoms by location, by color. Maybe not a report you're going to need all the time, but you're seeing this really unusual trend in a product that you typically did really well in. You can run that type of report on the spot. So yes, have your core saved reports that are going to help you kind of buy and run your business and make high level decisions. But our reporting feature is, is built on what you need at this very moment in time and teaching people by like touch, like we're, we're literally giving people fake sandbox accounts that mirror their accounts so they could play with these things prior to going live on the system um, because you need to play. So part to training. They got to meet with success, yeah. right? Practice before you go live. That's my thing. You know, I teach retail sales training and I want you to practice on other people before you're doing it with my customers, which are really going to cost me money. Exactly. Right. And that's how you master these tools because they're, they're simple, but retail and business in general is complex. So especially if you're coming off of a legacy system, you've been on for like 30 years, the reconditioning to get onto a new system is so wild just because buttons look different, um, even if it functions similarly. Right. And so what, tell us a little bit about your background of um, being in boutiques and fashion education. What what kind of things have you done before that brought you to um, Springboard? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a Chicago gal and I went to... Um, Columbia College Chicago um, for fashion business. I'm not fully knowing. There's a lot of merchandising going on there, not knowing exactly where I wanted to land in the retail industry, but knew that was that was the industry from a very young age, kind of funny enough. Um, I think some people are just born with it and you're born with it and you're you're stuck in it forever. Um, and it's a good it's a good thing. Um, I I helped manage and run a wonderful clothing boutique. Um, back home in West Chicago for um, eight, nine years. Um, it was an incredible experience. Okay, what, what kind of POS system do they have? You don't have to say the brand, but so was it a full featured? We were pen and paper. Oh we were pen and paper. Was this back in 1950? When was this? <laughs> <laughs> 
consider myself on the young side, but uh, <laughs> definitely not back in 1950. <laughs> that might have been insulting. Sorry, it wasn't ageist. No, no I'm... not at all. Um, no, it was it was a store that was really well established um, in another region, and they 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 moved back to the Chicago area, and it had worked that way for for ages, and it, it worked. It was a very kind of intimate, very high end boutique, so it was a very um, kind of again a very intimate experience with the customer. So pen and paper suited the the feel of the store um Certainly. and and i imagine with all of you you were also really cognizant of what was selling and what wasn't see i think that having that direct interaction with the customers you can't duplicate right i mean that's the whole point you get a full featured um system like springboard retail pos so that you can dive into those numbers because most likely in 2020, you're going to be farther removed from the situation than when you might've started. Is that correct? Exactly. It's also just much harder to come up with concrete. Like you intuitively know my, you know, this type of earring is not doing as well as it did last season. And I'm not entirely sure why. So as a retailer and as a good retailer, you have that intuition, you're working with the customers, your pen and paper, you know, what's not working, but you can't pull the exact numbers. So when you are going to buy, there's still this margin of error that you can't back up with with numbers. And I think as, as in wonderfully intuitive as most retailers and buyers are, there's still something really powerful about having numbers to back up what like what you know is happening in your business so that you can act on it more Absolutely. confidently. Absolutely. I think that is the key. And, you know, the the margin of error these days for making a bad buy is um, a lot narrower than it ever was, yes. right? Because now you know that someone else online has it cheaper or more available or a million other things. And data is really the thing that determines everything. We'll explore more in just a bit. But first, a quick word about Springboard Retail POS. This season is sponsored by Springboard Retail POS. You know, one of the biggest challenges I hear from listeners, and whether they're selling from a store, from trunk shows, pop-ups, or just online, is that they want great, easy-to-use data. On top of that, they want customizable reporting. Well, that's where Springboard Retail comes in. Their best-in-class reporting helps you run a best-in-class retail operation. Higher sales, higher margins, and faster sell-through. Springboard Retail's customer success team will help you get all of your historical data into Springboard and get you up and running in a flash with a one-on-one -on -one personalized onboarding experience that's run by actual humans. And now it's even easier for you listeners to supercharge your business with Springboard Retail POS. Just visit springboardretail.com forward slash retail doc and you'll receive 20% off your first year. Now back to the show. So how could we encourage some of those people out there who are listening today who might have a legacy system and it works fine? I actually remember speaking to some people one time and they said, we don't want to know the data because then we'd know how much shrink it was. And I was like, uh, that is really the wrong way to look at this, yeah. right? It's like, I want to put my head in the sand and whatever's left, I'm happy with, right? So yeah, I think it's it's daunting for people to see their numbers for the first time. I think if you're start if you start really digging into your business, it could be a very emotional process because you've always you've run your business a certain way for so long. Um, and I think one of the things that ends up being very shocking for anybody new who comes onto um, my team at Springboard is how emotional the actual onboarding process is for clients. Um, I mean, these these businesses are their 
they're they're so personal and they're they're part of their their livelihood and they're typically often part of their families and um, the whole process is just so wildly emotional that changing a system in general and learning more about your own business 